Hello again, this is attorney Sean McLaughlin, and I'd like to welcome you to Law for Life, a program designed to provide useful information about the law as it relates to real-life situations and from a Christian or biblical perspective as appropriate. Law for Life is sponsored by Trinity Law, a local law firm available at 1-866-464-5297 or online at yourlawfirmforlife.com. This is Sean McLaughlin, and today we're continuing with our discussion about the uh, Medical Marijuana Act that was uh, passed into legislation earlier this year, signed by Governor Wolf. And I've invited attorney Mike Zapatella back to, uh, who practices throughout South Central Pennsylvania, to continue along with this discussion. Now, previously, Mike, we discussed um, uh, entities such as growers under the act, um, dispensaries or dispensers. We talked about what a serious medical condition is. Uh, We talked about caregivers uh, who, as well as doctors, who can dispense medical marijuana. Mm -hmm. And then we got to this topic called uh, ID cards. And um, you talked a little bit about um, the need for an ID card uh, in order to, what, to receive the medication? Is that how that works? Correct. Okay. Well, what kind of information needs to be on an ID card if someone is a recipient of the medical marijuana? Sure. It's just some basic identifying information. It has to list whether the person is a patient or a caregiver has to list the expiration date and when it was issued. They also give an ID number to the patient or caregiver. There's also a photo of the person uh, to whom it's being issued. Um, There's also doctors can put limitations on that, uh, on how it's administered to the the patient. And then um, any other requirements that the department thinks should be on there could be placed on there. Okay, so now who needs to have an ID card? A patient or a caregiver. Okay, all right. So someone who's receiving the medical marijuana needs an ID card, or if you're someone other than a doctor giving the medical marijuana, you need an ID card also. Is that the idea? Correct. A caregiver taking care of a minor or someone who's incapacitated, yes. All right. So how can someone become a caregiver? So they should be at least 21 years of age or older unless the department approves them through some other means. They have to successfully apply and receive an ID card from the state and pay a fee, and there's some additional requirements as well. Well, are there any employment limitations on a patient? Who is taking the medical marijuana? That's a good question. That's a concern that I know a lot of people might have. Uh, If a patient has a certain amount of medical marijuana in their bloodstream, they've ingested it, they can't actually be, they cannot be in physical control of chemicals that require like a federal or state permit to handle. They also can't uh, be handling high voltage electricity or public utilities. Um, a patient can't perform employment duties at high altitudes or confine, confined spaces like mining, which I don't personally think I could do that anyways. Exactly. Employers can prevent the employee from performing certain tasks that they deem life-threatening and an employer can prohibit them from performing duties which could result in like a public health or a safety risk to many people. Well, are there any regulations on growers of marijuana? Yes, there are quite a few. Um, one type of thing that the state has done is they put forth an electronic tracking system uh, that, can, that the Department of Health actually has daily access to to look at the medical marijuana from seed to plant to sale and then from when it goes there to a patient or a caregiver. Uh, They also have to keep like a daily log uh, showing a beginning inventory, what happened to the marijuana, the acquisition, purchase, sale, and then an ending inventory at the end of each day. Um, And then also they, they list some of the prices paid. 
And they actually also have to have an electronic surveillance system wow. with storage and transportation regulations, too. Well, are there any criminal penalties for those who wrongfully distribute the marijuana or do not follow the regulations? Yes, there can be both civil and criminal penalties. So falsifying ID cards, you can have misdemeanors for giving people the medical marijuana that shouldn't have had it in the first place. Um, and also just not having the right numbers at the end of the day when you're um, dispensing the medical marijuana, some might be missing or, or so, so forth. And I believe there are penalties for falsifying ID cards and yes, so on. Yes, correct. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Michael. That's all the time we have today. We will start a new topic next time. Thank you. We want to remind the audience that nothing said on this Law for Life program is intended as legal advice, as each person's situation is different. If you have a legal need, please see an attorney. You can freely listen to today's program or any past program or series on our website, yourlawfirmforlife.com. That's yourlawfirmforlife.com. Just click the Resources tab. Inquiries about the program can also be directed to the local law offices of Trinity Law, toll-free 1-866-464-LAWS. That's 1-866-464-LAWS.